Welcome back, my friends, to the show that never ends. We're so glad you could attend. Come inside, come inside. This segment brought to you by Maine West Animal Hospital. Dog Talk with Dave McMahon on News Talk 610 CKTB. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the Dog Talk Radio Show. Hats off to our sponsors, the Pet Food Outlet, the Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, and the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Thank you to our sponsors for making our broadcast possible. And thank you to the listeners for tuning in to the Dog Talk Radio Show every single week and making it part of your life. We are the only radio talk show in this entire beautiful country of Canada that is 100% dedicated to dogs. And I think that is pretty cool. All dog talk shows are podcasted, can be heard directly through the radio station's website, 610cktv.com and on Spotify, Apple Music, and so many other podcast platforms. So you can listen anytime at your leisure. Listen, guys, I want to get right to the point because time flies so very fast on the show. There was once a Border Collie that lived, and his name was Chaser. And this Border Collie was the smartest dog in the world. I kid you not, the smartest dog in the world A border collie named Chaser had the largest formal language uh, learning of any animal in the world. This dog knew more than 1,000 words. More than 1,000 words this border collie Chaser knew. That is absolutely incredible. Uh, With us to tell the Chaser story is Deb Pilly Bianchi, and she's the executive producer, founder of the Chaser Initiative, Hey, Deb, or we could call you Pill. That would be great. Good to see you, Dave. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Hey, it's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. And I remember learning about Chaser and seeing Chaser, uh, the Border Collie, on different broadcasts. And I was blown away at the fact that the dog had learned over a thousand words. And myself, as a professional dog trainer, I have never taught my dog that many words. I'm sure there's not very many trainers out there, both amateur and professional, that have even come close to teaching their dog a thousand words. So, I mean, Chaser was certainly uh, a legend, will never be forgotten. And I wanted to reach out to you so you could tell us all about Chaser and your father, John, and the incredible bond that he had with the dog and all the learning that went into things. And again, uh, thank you very much, Pill, for uh, for being part of Dog Talk with us tonight. We're looking forward to talking to you. I mean, let's just talk about the course. I, I, I'm sort of an and as a producer and so she was um, uh, very the fact that 
Excuse me, excuse me, Pill. I'm just having a little difficulty listening to the uh, to your to your uh, to your mic. Now, huh? Little technical difficulty picking up your uh, voice on my end. Can you do a testing one, two, three? Try two test. I am getting it. I am getting it. It could be the wireless headphones could be throwing a wrench into things. I've seen this before, and so has producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. We're going to take a short break. We're going to come back, and we're going to continue our conversation with Deb. Uh, she's known as Pill. That's her nickname. The last name is uh, Pilly. Deb Pilly, the Yankee. And she's the executive producer and founder of the Chaser Initiative. We're going to talk about an incredible border collie named Chaser who once lived and had a vocabulary of over 1,000 words. It's incredible. We'll get the uh, technical glitches out. We'll come back with more dog talk right after this. I get so lost sometimes. An instant crossword story. Victoria had a tremendous holiday in Rinidad and Obago. She walked along beaches and enjoyed a guided tour, snapping pics of gorgeous mountains, seashores, and delectable island foods. A letter T can change everything, including winning you up to $250,000. Pick up a $10 instant crossword deluxe ticket at your local lottery retailer, and you could win with words. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Ticks are out. Pick up your prevention today. Maine West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. This Friday on Chatter That Matters with Tony Chapman, presented by RBC. Gilmore. He was the drummer and one of the vocalists behind the band Triumph. At the top of their game, at the top of their charts, selling out major stadiums, the band breaks up. And Gil, he doesn't miss a beat. Pushes away the drums to build Metalworks, one of the top recording studios in the world. Chatter That Matters with Tony Chapman, presented by RBC, Friday at noon. Right here on The Voice of Niagara, News Talk 610 CKTV. St. Lawrence Seaway traffic causing the lift bridge at Highway 20 in Allenburg to be up, so expect delays east of the 406 in both directions. No other in-town problems we're dealing with, although Niagara-bound QEW delays from third line to the junction as before. Then a little bit of a break. Once you're at Fairview and Plains just a kilometer up, we have more delays through to North Shore Boulevard, but we're up to speed over the Skyway, though. Wouldn't it be fabulous to empower young girls? Help the Fab Foundation inspire girls to dream big and live big. Visit imfab.ca. I'm Jody Thornton, 610 CKTB, Time Saver Traffic, next Next in 15 minutes. Forecast this evening, still dealing with a heat warning as overnight. It's not going to get cool. Uh, down to 24 with the humidity, it'll still feel in the upper 20s through most of the overnight. Uh, still a shower or a thunderstorm possible. Tomorrow, though, uh, it, we start with some sunshine, but it's going to still hit 31 or 40 with the humidex. Uh, heat warning remains in place tomorrow night. It could break up a little bit with some showers or thunderstorms. Chance of showers in 27 on Wednesday. 
Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. This segment brought to you by Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital. Welcome back to Dog Talk, ladies and gentlemen. I'm Dave McMahon, the owner of Dave McMahon's Dog Training Academy and the host of the Dog Talk radio show. And with me tonight is Deb Pilly Bianchi. And I'm going to tell you, we, we call her Pill. That's her nickname. I believe that her dad, John, gave her. And we're talking about Chaser, the famous Border Collie that once lived that had over 1,000 words in his vocabulary. Is that correct, Deb? She had the reason she oh. decided can you if am I you good? Uh go ahead and speak again. My You're dad, kind of fading in and out. Sorry. Okay. I do you want me to in? Say it again, Deb. Me to I think you're going to have to call in. I think you're going to have to call in. No problem. You you call in, okay? You give us a call. 1905-688-2582. That's 1905-688-2582. 1905-688-2582. And we are uh, going to be chatting about Chaser, the border collie that uh, was uh, known as the smartest dog in the world. Over a thousand words this dog knew. And it was uh, it was Deb Pilly Bianchi's uh, father, John, who had uh, owned, raised, and trained this border collie. This dog uh, was uh, on so many different news networks for all the different uh, words that the dog knew. Incredible, over a thousand different words. You know, you could ask the dog, "Bring me a can of pop," "Bring me this," "Bring me that." The dog could differentiate between so many different things. And a little technical glitch now, but we're waiting to hear back from uh, Deb to tell us the story about Chaser at one 2582 Also want to mention to the listeners that we are open at the Dave McMahon Dog Training Academy, and we do have obedience classes. We have private lessons as well. And you can reach out to us, contact us on our website. It's davemcmahon.ca. So it's www.davemcmahon.ca. And all the start dates for the group classes are there. Our phone number, all the contact information, email, everything you need to reach out to us to get your dog enrolled in some obedience classes. Okay, let's see if we have a better reception uh, now, if we can hear Deb better. Are you there, Deb? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me now, Dave? Oh, we can hear you crystal clear. I just want to reiterate in case some of the listeners are joining us now. Uh, it's uh, Deb Billy uh, Bianchi, and she is the executive producer and founder of the Chaser Initiative. And we're going to talk about a famous border collie that once walked this planet uh, I'm telling you, smartest dog in the world, uh, had the largest vocabulary of any uh, animal, over a thousand words. Is that right, uh, Deb? That is correct. And so she not only knew the names of over a thousand objects, but it was the way, what garnered her the title of the smartest 
dog in the world was that it was the way that she could combine um, words, so proper nouns, verbs, adverbs, uh, that actually garnered her the title of having the largest vocabulary of any animal because of the way she could actually construct sentences and understand that words had independent meaning. And the way that my father taught her this was everything was learned through play. And those thousand objects of hers were her toys. Those were her proper noun names. And what he discovered, um, his goal was, of course, with Chaser, was to teach her human language. And in order to do that, she had to have a vocabulary. So that's where the thousand toys came in. And what he discovered is by using a method uh, of play in errorless learning, she was able to learn the names of words very rapidly. And it's super simple, which we believe a lot of other people can do. Um, but Chaser was unique in the fact that she actually learned human language. Incredible. The amount of time that your father spent uh, you know, with the dog. I mean, sure, the dog was with him the vast majority of his day. Was he retired uh, when he acquired Chaser? You know, that's a that's a great point. My father was 10 years into his retirement when he got Chaser. He was a behavioral psychologist, a scientist, and he taught at Wofford College in Spartanburg, South Carolina. So when he started using... he. He decided that it would be way more fun for his students in the lab and in the classroom to work with dogs instead of rats and pigeons. And so he brought in our family dog into the classroom. And Yasha was the dog that really inspired him to teach human language to dogs. Yasha learned behavior so fast. He was a Border Collie mix, um, but he was super smart and very attentive to language and um, learning new behaviors quickly. But what he discovered when he brought Yasha into the classroom and teaching him proper nouns, Yasha was not able to isolate the noun from the verb, which was really mm. eluding my father in his research. So, for instance, Yasha would be able to go out and get the paper. Dad would say, go get the paper. Of course, he would run out the door before Dad could even get the words out of his mouth and bring the paper back. Once the paper was on the floor in the living room and my father would ask Yasha to find it, he was confused. He couldn't connect the dots. He couldn't identify the paper without the verb. And because of this, my father came to the conclusion that dogs were not able to learn proper noun names. And um, this really disappointed him. And he uh, retired with this belief. And it wasn't until 10 years later, when he was attending Border Collie trials, watching the amazing connection between the farmer and the dog and the sheep. Dogs were able to really identify the sophisticated sounds that the farmer would execute to the dog, and, and the dog would be able to complete these tasks. So this really 
showed my father that possibly he had been barking up the wrong tree. And what he, he discovered was that the words had to have value and that you have to start simply and set the dog up for success. So that was, that, that was his goal in getting Chaser 10 years after his retirement. Right. And I mean, when you talk about reward, it sounds like play, you know, with the toys and physical interaction and, and you know, perhaps ball reward, um, not to put words in your mouth, but toy reward might have been really the primary reinforcers there combined with his connection with the dog and his engaging way of interacting with his dog. Did, did uh, your father use any clicker, like do any clicker training with Chaser? No, no, he didn't. But he was very skilled with animals. And we, we grew up with animals. So, um, and behavioral modification, and no family pet was off limits as a science fair project. So we were pretty in tune with that you, when you were teaching a new behavior, you had to, you had to hit that sweet spot quickly for the dog to um, yeah. compare what you're talking about with a word. I think the clicker is so brilliant for, um, to really help humans um, <laughs> figure it out. And then by us being consistent with it, the, it's so valuable with the dog. So dad didn't use clicker training, but what uh, he, you hit the nail on the head with using play as the major reinforcer for Chaser's learning. And he believed that play for him and Chaser, play was infinitely more rewarding to her than food. He found that she didn't satiate on food and she never got tired of playing. Um, she, uh, dogs love to play. That's an inherent trait that most dogs have. And by utilizing that innate uh, instinctive behavior, um, that was more powerfully reinforcing for her than the treats. Yeah. You know, I mean, border collies are known to have high ball drive and high prey drive. They love to play. And just tapping into that, I imagine, you know, was just very gratifying to the dog. And obviously with a dog that, that, that certainly knew. Yes, that was key. And what you hit on, too, was that bond, that connection. Because what some people mistake that, well, my dog doesn't like toys. They don't play with their toys. Well, Chaser would not independently play with a toy. It was about the engagement. It was that connection. It was that give and take, you know, so that we would throw the ball to her, and then she wanted us to chase her, and then she wanted to roll it back. So it's really about that human-dog um, connection. Yeah, that strong connection, that interaction, and that play between human and dog. We're going to take a short break to hear some messages from our sponsors. I'm Dave McMahon, and I'm here with uh, Pill. And Pill is the executive uh, producer and founder of the Chaser Initiative. We're talking about a border collie that once uh, knew over a thousand different words uh, and then some. Uh, Chaser, famous border collie, uh, deemed smartest dog in the world. We'll take a short break. We'll continue our conversation with Pill. Without frontiers, war without tears, games without frontiers. On June 30th, Canada listened. We heard the voices of Indigenous people. The next step 
is ours to take. Keep listening. Keep learning. Keep supporting. We all have the power to do something. Something. For more, visit downywenjack.ca. Pet Food Outlet in Welland is your summer stop shop for everything pet. Get a fresh look with a new collar and leash. Heading out on the water? See their great selection of life jackets for all sizes. Check out new summer toys. And remember, it's flea and tick season. Pet Food Outlet has the products to keep your pets safe. Pet Food Outlet. Making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday 9 to 7, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5 at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Phew, talk about the dog days of summer. As temperatures rise, bacteria levels in lakes and rivers do too, and can make your pet very sick. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a heated 10 by 18 foot pool for your pup to cool down in climate controlled safety. Owners are welcome, masks required. Details at 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, your quality of life care team. Why do so many local pet parents entrust their cherished companions to Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital in Niagara Falls and Maine West Animal Hospital in Welland year after year? Simple. It's the way they treat their patients and the people who love them with dignity, respect, and the utmost compassion. Both vet clinics help make pet care affordable and offer financing to qualifying clients. Ticks are out. Pick up your prevention today. Maine West Animal Hospital at MainWestVet.com, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital at NiagaraFallsAnimalHospital.com. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more Dog Talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTV. Welcome back, everyone. Welcome back to Dog Talk. I'm Dave. Hope you're having an awesome summer so far. I hope all of you are having an awesome summer so far. I know I am. Got a lot of sun on the weekend. Ooh, sure was a warm one. Yesterday, I'm in conversation with Deb Pilly Bianchi. He, uh, her, her nickname is Pill, P-I-L-L, last name Pilly. Uh, we're talking about the famous Border Collie Chaser that was owned by her father, John. John is passed. And uh, Chaser was known as the smartest dog in the world. Chaser made headlines globally. Uh, the, uh, the dog went viral on uh, social media. Uh, the dog appeared on so many different news uh, casts and news programs and late night shows. Um, so, yeah. So if you like Border Collies, if you like dog behavior, if you want to hear about Chaser, stay with us because Pill will be uh, with us right up until 7 p.m. Pill, are you still there? I'm here, Dave. Um, Pill, let me ask you, uh, what was your involvement with the dog Chaser, uh, which was your father's dog at this time? I mean, your father was really the primary trainer slash handler owner, would you say? Or were you a secondary handler? Like, did you have any involvement in laying the foundation with this dog? Well, that's, that's a good question. Um, what a lot of people don't realize is that Chaser was first and foremost a family dog. Okay. So my mom uh, was there to, uh, was behind the scenes and was always taking Chaser on walks. My dad would work with Chaser for about at least five hours a day. And my sister um, was also one of Chaser's co-trainers in the early years. My sister, Robin, 
So I knew Chaser primarily before she went uh, globally viral at six years old. I was primarily just sort of her playmate. And she would come to visit in New York, and she was my uh, son's playmate. So she really gravitated towards children. So she had a lot of friends in the neighborhood um, and sort of everywhere she went. But So my involvement with her really came when the she went globally viral and she went globally viral in uh 48 hours in over 72 languages and the the media attraction at that time was so significant that i stepped in to start handling all of the the media requests we had everyone from martha stewart ellen degeneres rachel ray david letterman Jimmy Kimmel, um, which my father ended up actually turning down most of these because he really didn't care about all of this stuff. He was just happy that science was finally recognizing how smart dogs were. So I became very involved in organizing all the media and um, translating his scientific jargon to producers and camera crews. And I would organize all the shoots and uh, let them know what Chaser wouldn't, wouldn't do, or what my dad wouldn't, wouldn't do. He never wanted to put her in a situation where she was not having fun. So, and he didn't ever want to put her in a situation where she would fail. So while I was working alongside him for these past 10 years, I became very astute at not only Chaser, but about a lot of animal cognition and getting to know his peers and the scientists. And um, I worked with my dad repeatedly. So I actually started teaching Chaser more after uh, everything went globally viral. Yeah, so you kind of came in a little bit later. How, how old was Chaser when, when you got Chaser, and how long did Chaser live? Chaser was eight, eight weeks old when my mom and dad brought her home, uh, and they waited about a month uh, before they gave her her name because they wanted to make sure it was the right name. But Chaser lived until she was 15 and a half. So we're coming up on the anniversary of her passing, but we know that she's on to her next adventure. She lived a very, very rich, full life um, that whose legacy will continue to go on and on simply because her learning was so groundbreaking and she was so charming. You can see a lot of videos of my dad and Chaser um, on our website at chasertheBC.com. Uh, with the Nova Science Now and 60 Minutes, uh, there's a, there's both so charming. It was hard to um, not adore both of them. What made you decide to go with the name Chaser? Why why did he want to call her Chaser? Because she wanted to chase a ball? Just a guess. <laughs> well, you know, she loved to chase things. But what happened was after about uh, she was with them for about four weeks, and he had been calling her puppy. They weren't going to give her a name until they could really figure out what her spirit was. They wanted her name to be really emblematic of um, who she was as an individual. So they were out playing with her in the yard, and she had been learning the obedience commands. And 
they had a, a friend that was over, a former student of my dad's that was playing with her, and she was just a little ball of fur. She, how far could she go out of the yard? And a red Jeep came speeding down the road, and Chaser saw that Jeep, and that, uh, that ignited her innate stink to chase, and she went flying after that Jeep. Her prey and drive was like probably over the top. It was so over the top, and she was running towards the wheels of that Jeep as it was turning the corner. And thank goodness, the student that was visiting, her name was Allison, lunged for that leash and yanked her back before she actually, uh, you know, wheels met dog. So um, she saved Chaser's life. And from that moment on, that's what Jay, my dad knew that she had to have the name Chaser. But he also knew that he had to teach her what to chase and what not to chase and to really yeah. work on that behavior. Yeah. And working on the impulse control with any dog mm. is a challenge. And working on impulse control with a border collie that has a lot of drive, that's, that's a lot of work, too, to achieve that. That that was that that was a real uh, nail biter for him. But he he used the lunge line to yeah. teach her. Um, yeah. that, that that's what we do. The lunge line yeah. is an awesome thing for teaching a fetch, for teaching a recall. You know, um, it just gives the dog no option, and it conditions them, and it, and it you set them up for success, like you mentioned earlier. Exactly, and and what you understand and that we understand is that. Chaser knew the obedience commands. It's so important to teach your dog obedience commands because it's for safety. Obedience yes. is not the goal of your relationship. You want to establish those boundaries so that dog is safe. You got it. I'm so glad you mentioned that because a trained dog is a lot safer than an untrained dog. There's no doubt about it. That's right. That's right. Now, I heard it, that it Chaser had an world. aha moment at around five months old. I read that. Well, so tell us about that. What happened around five months old that was the aha well, moment in the mind? That, that, that was really uh, sort of a mind-blowing moment. My dad had started teaching her the names of objects um, when she was just a couple of months old. As soon as he was teaching her the obedience commands, he was teaching her the names of an object. And so... Uh, what he what he used was airless learning. So when he would teach her the name of a new object, it would be the only object on the floor. She could not make a mistake. Mm. And so this is how he started teaching her the names of of her toys. So he would only play with this object. He'd play. He'd, he'd say, "Chase her, catch. Chase her, take. Um, chase her, find." He would hide the ball in plain sight so that she could not make a mistake. And gradually, he'd start hiding at places. So three days, he would do this with one object. So finally, when she could discover the object in another room um, and find it, he would move on to another object. Well, Chaser, at five months, had learned the names of over 200 objects. And she wow. had that moment where when he said, Chaser, this is, when he was talking about a toy, and then he would name the toy, that she could pair the object 
with the name of the object. She had that aha moment where she understood that objects had names. And it was that point she started learning the names of her toys on one trial alone. You know, I just want to mention, typically dogs are puppies under the age of three years old mentally. What would you say Chaser's uh, attention span was like, um, you know, as, as, a, as a female Border Collie under three years old? Do, do you feel that she had an exception, exceptionally good attention span? Well, it did when it had value to her. Yeah. <laughs> That's the thing, yeah. is that the, the objects had to have value to her. If she wasn't interested in it, you know, the, she, was, she would get sloppy. And that's where we kind of got into trouble um, with testing her because it was not fun for her any longer. So what my dad did, that, that's, that's such a good question because um, he understood that it was tit for tat. So that if he saw that her attention was starting to wane, he would stop what he was doing and do something that was fun for her. Yeah. Perfect. We all have, we all have, uh, you know, sketchy attention spans. It's something yeah. that doesn't really matter to us. Yeah, and like I always say to my students, keep these sessions short, keep them fun, uh, make the dog successful, and finish on a high note. And we're going to take that's, a short break. We'll come it. back right after these words. I'm Dave McMahon. You're listening to Dog Talk. on the QEW major delays from Appleby line through to the junction. It continues slow, in fact, on the westbound 403 towards Waterdown Road because of a crash up that way, but we're heading home to Niagara. So let's continue over the Skyway where it's up to speed through Grimsby and Winona. We do have some lift bridges up, though, at Lakeshore and Port Weller, and the Allenberg Bridge is up again on Highway 20. Are you passionate about helping girls become strong women? Become a volunteer coach with the Fit, Active, Beautiful Foundation. Learn about this life-changing opportunity. Visit imfab.ca. I'm Jody Thornton, 610 CKTB, Time Saver Traffic. Forecast this evening, still dealing with a heat warning as overnight. It's not going to get cool. Uh, down to 24 with the humidity, it'll still feel in the upper 20s through most of the overnight. Uh, still a shower or a thunderstorm possible. Tomorrow, though, uh, it, we start with some sunshine, but it's going to still hit 31 or 40 with the humidex. Uh, heat warning remains in place tomorrow night. It could break up a little bit with some showers or thunderstorms. Chance of showers in 27 on Wednesday. Pet Food Outlet in Welland is your summer stop shop for everything pet. Get a fresh look with a new collar and leash. Heading out on the water? See their great selection of life jackets for all sizes. Check out new summer toys. And remember, it's flea and tick season. Pet Food Outlet has the products to keep your pets safe. Pet Food Outlet. Making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday 9 to 7, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5 at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. Niagara Health is welcoming back visitors to inpatient units. If you have a loved one in the hospital, the visiting hours are 11 a.m. to 8 p.m. with only one visitor allowed at a time. And new guidelines also provide greater opportunities for patients to have a support person with them in emergency departments and urgent care centers. Please remember all infection control measures must be followed. Visit the Niagara Health website or you can call 905-378-4647 for more information. 
Phew, talk about the dog days of summer. As temperatures rise, bacteria levels in lakes and rivers do too, and can make your pet very sick. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center has a heated 10 by 18 foot pool for your pup to cool down in climate controlled safety. Owners are welcome, masks required. Details at 289-362-5900 or canineconditioningcenter.ca. Niagara Canine Conditioning Center, your quality of life care team. Ready to kick back with your crew this summer? Why not pick up a 30-pack of Coors Light for only $49.95 at the beer store? Available for a limited time. Must be legal drinking age. Pet Food Outlet in Welland is your summer stop shop for everything pet. Get a fresh look with a new collar and leash. Heading out on the water? See their great selection of life jackets for all sizes. Check out new summer toys. And remember, it's flea and tick season. Pet Food Outlet has the products to keep your pets safe. Pet Food Outlet. Making pets and their people happy. Open Monday to Friday 9 to 7, Saturday 9 to 5, and Sunday 10 to 5 at 824 Ontario Road in Welland. This segment brought to you by Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Now, more dog talk with Dave McMahon. News Talk 610 CKTB. Welcome back to Dog Talk, everyone. I'm in conversation with Deb Pilly Bianchi. You could call her Pill, that's her nickname, and she's the executive producer and founder of the Chaser Initiative. We're talking about a border collie that uh, once lived, and uh, uh, Chaser has passed now. Uh, she was uh, deemed the smartest dog in the world. She had the largest uh, formal um, uh, you know, language learning of any animal in the world, that's for sure, uh, over a thousand words. Let me ask you, uh, Pill. How did she make out when, uh, when you when you took her on on all the different television shows and and things of that nature? Like in that environment, was she pretty bomb proof in in the environment of lights and cameras and things of this nature? That that that's a really fun question because uh, our first television appearance with Chaser was on the Today Show, and um, that was live and. We were, my father was very concerned uh, about the situation in which they were going to present Chaser because here we don't know what she's going to do with lights and cameras and activity and a lot of pe- people. It, she hasn't been tested under those conditions. And he would always say, you change the environment, you change the conditions, you change the outcome. So yes. he was concerned about preserving the science. So when we first went on the Today Show, uh, she was kind of like a dog gone wild because she was really, she was not really the most obedient dog. She was given a lot of freedom as a as an individual thinker. So when we first got to the Today Show, she was running all around and she'd <laughs> gone into the prop room and she had discovered a beach ball and she came out with a beach ball, bouncing it on her nose. And the camera crew was like, wow, what? Well, how'd you teach that dog to do that? And I was like, well, we didn't. We've never seen her do this before. So um, that was sort of uh, first bits of wondering, wow, how is Chaser going to really do in front of the camera? So after she got that energy out, 
um, uh, she performed beautifully on camera. She really kind of sparkled and came alive. It was really extraordinary. And um, she was very in tune and uh, checked in with whoever, with Matt Lauer or Diane Sawyer or Neil deGrasse Tyson, whoever was speaking to her, it was like eyeball to eyeball. She was locked and loaded. Do you believe she was a genius? <laughs> well, you know, she's been called a genius. And um, we wrestled with that. My dad wrestled with that because as a scientist, he's very careful about words and nomenclatures. But what we discovered was uh, through a writer, Thomas Armstrong, who works with children. And the word genius is, is a combination of the words genesis, which means to begin, to beget, and the word jovial, um, joy. So the inherent meaning of the word genius is giving birth to one's joy. And so that is exactly who Chaser was. Uh, what my dad did was use it, use her innate gifts and her love of uh, play to bring out uh, her unique genius. We believe that every being, every animal, every dog has a unique genius. They're not now all the were, same. That's right. Yeah, I, now, there's a, there was a statue, a statue of Chaser. Chaser ha has her own statue. Tell us about that. Well, it, uh, she was honored by the city of Spartanburg, South Carolina, where she is from. And my dad lived for over 30 years where he was a college professor. And it was commissioned by a statue was commissioned of Chaser by the Bomber Foundation and Hub City Animal Project. And it sits in downtown Spartanburg. It was just completed and put in in May. And um She's beautiful. She's in downtown Spartanburg, sort of in the town square, and kids can come and play and sit on top of her, and they can learn about Chaser. She's also close to the Children's Museum because we really want to get children engaged with dogs in a really positive way. Yeah. And so tell us about the book. So first of all, we, my dad and Chaser had their first book, which was called Chaser, Unlocking the Genius of the Dog Who Knows a Thousand Words. And it was a memoir of their journey together and the dogs that came before Chaser. And it's available um, on our website through Amazon. And it was a New York Times bestseller. We were really thrilled about that. So I was working on a new book with my dad after Chaser came out, with, which was more of a how-to, a tutorial. Can your dog do this? And we want people to know, yes, your dog can. So I've been working on a book series um, that is called Unleashed. And it's an, an inspirational, aspirational, instructional book intended to deepen your relationship with your dog. And it's based on the work of my father and Ch Chaser, and it combines science, philosophy, and dog training tips, but with What's really unique about the book is it's illustrated. So it's being illustrated by uh, Callum Heath, who is a London illustrator that's done work for the New York Times, for The Guardian, The Washington Post, uh, The New Yorker. And you will be able to open this book at any page and get glean some nuggets of inspiration and information. That's excellent. 
Absolutely excellent. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> so are there any are there any new dogs now? Any new dogs you want to talk about? Oh, not of a, not of our own. Um, I have a couple of cats that I've been teaching um, words a little bit, but uh, my sister is going to be getting a new dog and working with 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 her um, as far as language learning. But what we have been really excited about our readers and fans of Chase are reaching out to us and showing us how their dogs are learning words and why it's important to teach language. It's about the bond. It's about the communication. And um, dogs have something magical and practical to teach us all. And uh, by being able to communicate with them, we're really enriching and enlarging their world, which enlarges our own. You know, I think it's so important that dog owners are very specific with the language. And when they speak to their dog, they should Mm. give everything a word and not be so generic. Get your toy. You know, a lot of people will do that. Get your toy. No, not get your toy. Get your ball. And the dog can learn to differentiate between the ball, the Kong, get your Kong, get your Frisbee. Okay, that's your Nyla bone. So now we've got bone. Kong, Frisbee, and people need to be specific with their words and when they correlate the the word with the uh, reward and the repetition. You are so right. That's exactly it. And that's one thing in the new book is that we're really trying to um, teach humans how to uh, engage with dogs on this level and be very specific and pay attention to what your dog is trying to say to you and how you can say it to them. It's really about uh, modifying our behavior to modify their behavior. And we have so much to learn from dogs. It's dogs um, uh, in their short lives teach us the purest form of love and loss. They are also our greatest common denominator in humanity. Um, our direct connection to nature. Dogs don't care about what we look like, the color of our skin, or how much money they make. We make. They all, their needs are so simple. They want to wake up in the morning with an enthusiastic partner, have some fun and messy parts in the middle, and at the end of the day, they want to have a pat on the head and a snuggle. So if we can learn these lessons for, from dogs, we're going to improve our relationship with humans you got it you got it deb thank you very much for joining us on the dog talk show this evening i really appreciate it you sharing the stories about chaser the book the initiative and i want to wish you a doggone amazing evening and an amazing summer and i would love to have you come and join me on the dog talk radio show again Always. Thank you so much, Dave. I really appreciate it. Take care. Thank you. What an awesome uh, individual she is. And I wish I could have met Chaser uh, in person. Uh, An amazing female border collie that uh, knew so many words. So work with your dog. Work with your dog. Be consistent. Make it fun. And be very specific with your words, with your commands. Teach the dog that the Kong means Kong. Um, 
that the ball is a ball. Be very specific with the words. The dogs uh, can learn much more than you actually uh, may think that they can. We offer the group and private obedience training and behavior modification training at the Dave McMahon Dog Academy in Niagara Falls. The website for the Dave McMahon Dog Academy is davemcmahon.ca. So it's Dave, M-C-M-A-H-O-N.ca. All my contact information is on the website. Reach out to me. I can help you to train your dog. Have a doggone great night, everyone. And a special thank you to our sponsors, Pet Food Outlet, Maine West Animal Hospital, Heartland Niagara Animal Hospital, and the Niagara Canine Conditioning Center. Thank you to our producer, Mr. Greg Campagna. Thank you for listening, everyone. See you later. Have a good night.